Scott gave this to me via Twitter just as I was approaching your house. So this is a, a, a fresh question. Um, fresh. Yes. Uh, why do pacifist Christians, which you consider yourself, as do I, uh, why do they take the turn the other cheek language so seriously and literally, but tend not to take the divorce commands as seriously, even though they're right next to each other in the text? Hmm. That wasn't fresh. That was sold. That was stale. That was just, <laughs> that was just, that was blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, very good question. Uh, who was that to ask the question? This is Scott. Hi, Scott. That was fresh. <laughs> fresh as an Irish spring. Aye, but I like it too. Okay. Um, well, I would say the pastors take the turn the other cheek uh, command literally. Um, if it was literal, then we'd be willing to turn the other cheek, uh, but then after that, clobber the guy. Or uh, if they struck us uh, you know, in the gut, we'd pound them because, hey, you didn't hit my cheek. You know, So <laughs> the turn the other cheek is, 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 is uh, something that is, you know, it stands for basically just non-retaliation. I do the opposite of what the eye for eye, tooth for tooth command said, because that's what gets this whole discussion going in Matthew 5. Uh, Jesus says, you've heard said unto you, but I say unto you this. Okay, uh, that's just a preliminary note. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that pacifists don't take literally or seriously the, Jesus' commands about uh, divorce. Um, I, I, I take that very seriously. Uh, it, it's Divorce involves um, a kind of adultery, or, or, or a remarriage does. Um, but the, the thing is, here's what I think a lot of folks won't get about that, is that Jesus, in giving that command, um, he was rebuking these Pharisees who think that they have, the big debate there was, on what grounds can you divorce your wife? And there's a liberal school that says, uh, you know, if anything that, that didn't please you is grounds. If she doesn't bring you breakfast on time or whatever. Another group said, no, it's only uh, if, if she's unfaithful to you. Um, and, 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 but both groups are, are, are looking at the grounds for feeling righteous. You know, uh, uh, what, on what basis can we feel righteous divorcing our wives? Notice that the wives can't divorce the husbands. It's only the husbands that can divorce the wives. And, and Jesus says, you know, uh, that the, the law, all divorce, whoever divorces a wife, he says, causes her to commit adultery. And so there is adultery that, that's involved in that. And I take that very, very seriously. Um, but Jesus there isn't saying that now that the, the uh, hardness of heart command in Deuteronomy 24 that permitted divorce is being revoked. Like now we're going to crack down on that. He assumes the woman's going to get remarried. Um, that's what he says it causes her. And he puts the blame on the man. Hmm. It's just that anything, I mean, anything that is a break from God's ideal of having one lifelong sexual partner that you're committed to for life, anything other than that is technically adultery. Even looking at a woman, and this could now be applied to, to women, looking at a man uh, lustfully, Jesus says you've committed adultery with her uh, in your heart. So the goal, the point here is not that he's saying, I'm going to now pro prohibit any kind of remarriage, though that would be ideal if you're divorced, is to stay unmarried. If it's possible to do that, do that. Uh, but Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, it's better to marry than to burn. And I think that, that applies you know, to, uh, to divorce folks as well, uh, to be burning with passion. If you're not wired to live singly, uh, you, you get remarried. But I, I don't think his, his, his goal there isn't to tweak that. His goal is to say, don't ever think that you have a righteous reason for, for divorcing your spouse. 
Uh, don't ever feel self-righteous about it. It all it involves sin. It's a break from God's ideal. That's what we take seriously. And, and so I, I have talked with folks who are in desperately bad marriages, uh, and I, I, I've said to them that, that if, if there's any possibility of this being restored, you owe it to God and to those you took the vow before to, to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found that if two people are genuinely, if both parties are genuinely willing to try and let go of spite and all the other junk that's accrued, uh, you can find a way to rekindle that love and make the marriage uh, something like uh, you know what God intended a marriage to be. Uh, ideally, the marriage would be would reflect the love of the triune God. Um, and as long as a marriage is has that as uh, is willing to move in that direction, uh, however slowly, however unevenly, but if two people are willing to say let's work to, work towards that, uh, there is a way to uh, make that work. Hmm. But um, yeah, so I, I I think Christian pacifists take the divorce and remarriage thing very seriously. There's no divorce that is morally... Is, is there a divorce that's morally justified? Well, I, I think that it can be morally justified. Uh, if your spouse is beating you, um, you know, and, and won't repent and won't get counseling and won't do anything to change, uh, yeah, you're morally justified there. 